So I'm excited about the word that's going to come forth tonight and, and the ministry that will come forth. If you guys, we got some seats right up here for you if you want to come sit up here. <clears throat> got four of them there for you so I could spread out a little bit. Good to have my nephews here. Amen. And one that's not a nephew. It's good to have you here too. <laughs> Amen. Well, I tell you what, our, our world seems to be upside down right now. But you know what? God's got it all in control. He's got it all in his hands, you know. And, and I know people are having panic attacks about what's taking place and what's going on, you know, and I can sit and sleep and go to sleep easily because I know, I know God's got it in his hands. Amen. And I know that he's about to do something, you know, I, I don't know if you could feel it, but there's something in the atmosphere that there's a major change, a major shift that's about to take place. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about what God's going to do. Amen. How many of you are ready for a shift to take place in your life? Amen. You're looking for something new. You're looking for something different. You're looking for that that is in your future, but you're in your now, and you're saying there's no way that that can take place. You know, I, I, I believe that all you need is one word. Amen. One word, whether, whether it's a word that you sit and read, whether it's something in a song or, or something that's preached, or something is prophesied and uh, just one word to change your life amen and tonight we're gonna start this thing off right amen uh, we, we're gonna have a brother come and minister but before he comes I want you to stand to your feet just for a moment I want you to get out all the the jitters and all the shakes and if you need to shake or you need to jitter right now right now is the time to do it and uh, but, but why don't we do this? Why don't you lift your hand right now if you're comfortable with doing that and saying, God, I just need you. I need you to move in my life. And I need a word tonight. And my heart is open for you. I'm putting aside everything. Putting aside all my problems. And I'm putting aside all that's going on in the world right now. Because all I really need is a word from you. And I'm listening. And I'm pulling. And I'm going to receive it tonight. Amen. Why don't you have a seat, high five somebody that's next to you and say, good to see you. You look nice tonight. A few years ago, we were introduced to uh, our brother here, Patrick Kitely. And we sat in um, one of the meetings of uh, Bishop Mark Sharona at uh, one of the Essacar meetings. And I, I watched as he began to minister. I'm talking about a prophet here, begin to minister to people on the platform. And I said, you know, we need this guy to come to our church. And uh, so I called, I called Bishop and I said, hey, um, can, you, can you write him a note or something and give me a phone number or something where we can make contact for him to come to, to New Orleans? And Bishop Sharona says, I think he would be a good match for your church and I'll tell you what we fell in love with this guy and his family next time he comes he's gonna bring his wife with him and we've been uh, been talking about that and need to get her some good Cajun food 
and uh, his family, his dad came with him to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and, and uh, we're going to have him come here. What a tremendous man of God. What a tremendous heritage this man has. And I, I, I emphasize that to, to this point here, that when there is a long-standing heritage, there is a multiplication that takes place in the realms of the Spirit. And, and I believe that you're going to see uh, God use him tonight as we receive from him. You know, I, I love the story about the, the uh, woman with the issue of blood. And uh, in that, the whole thing that I take from that is this woman positioned herself to receive from Christ. She pushed her way through the crowd and she actually positioned herself even in her weak state that she was in. And she said within herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. And what she was doing was a physical, a physical thing, but it was more taking place in her spirit than what was actually taking place in the physical. Because she said within herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. And I took from that that every one of us has the ability to place a demand upon the anointing. To begin to draw out of someone that carries the presence of God. And tonight, I want you to push everything aside. And I want you to begin to place a demand on the anointing. Now that may sound strange. But when you put yourself in a position to receive, you're never disappointed. Now, I'll, I'll say this, that you might not receive a word prophetically, but there is a word that comes forward Amen. that when you hear that word, it'll change your life. So I would, I would pay attention to every word that comes forward, everything that comes out Amen. to receive a breakthrough for for your life this is a breakthrough night amen i know i know in our, our world we've got covid that we're dealing with we got life we've got a hurricane that people are still dealing with i think some people just got their electricity on this this week and y'all y'all got it this week and so people are dealing with some heavy things and a lot of these heavy things can be distractions and you know, you can turn on the television and there's a whole lot of distractions that's going on there. Turn that thing off. We want to hear from God. Amen. And we want God to speak to us. And I believe that God's going to use this vessel that we have here tonight. So we love this gentleman. I want him to come. Patrick Kitely, Prophet Patrick, Patrick Kitely, come and minister to us tonight. Let's give him a good New Orleans welcome. Love you, man. Amen. Good morning, everybody. I'm just trying to see if you're awake. It's a new day. Somebody say good morning. Amen. It's a new season in God. And just what an honor and a privilege it is uh, to be back again with y'all. Um, you know, it's one thing to be invited the first time. 
you're a friend, you know, but to come back over and over and over, this is definitely family for us. And, uh, and so my wife has not come and met y'all yet. Uh, I told her this morning, I said, this is the last time that I'm going by myself. Uh, but no, she, she sends her greetings. Her name's Marlena. And uh, we've been married going on almost 23 years coming up this next year. And uh, we had this year our oldest daughter. She's 20. She just turned 21. Uh, got married in August. And so my baby girl got married. Uh, I was telling uh, uh, pastor today that uh, I, I had emotions and feelings that I didn't know existed walking my daughter down the aisle but uh, she got married to a great guy Gabriel Trevino uh, he's from Houston Texas actually and uh, and so they got married thankfully they're with us in Atlanta and uh, then our son he my son graduated from high school this year my only son Zach and then our youngest she's in sixth grade so we're just having a great time my parents and all they send love to you as well we my father's come uh, to Gatlinburg to was it the bl blizzard was it blizzard breakaway and uh so he he sends his greetings as well and uh we just love you all we love you very much and it's going to be a great weekend uh together here in the presence of god uh they have me going in between so here tonight i'm here and then uh tomorrow i'm in where am i homa what's what's the name of the cross church cross church and then for the day and then back uh, to Gonzales and then be here with you all on Sunday. So I have assignments, but I do have an assignment, I believe, from the Father uh, for this weekend. And uh, I'm just telling you right now, I'm, I'm preaching to a city. I'm preaching to a region. I'm preaching to a state. I'm preaching to a, to a, to a nation and prophesying to to the world amen the word of the lord as we are gathering here together so what's going on with us in this room is much bigger than we realize and what god is doing in this time i'll get stirred up here in a minute um i have i told i told uh <laughs> pastor that i i uh have a chicken scratch sermon here tonight. I was a, it was a 40,000 feet in the air on Delta Airlines from the ATL to MSY airport uh, thing. I had, I had, I brought all of my, my accoutrements, my Bible, my phone, uh, my iPad, but I have my chicken scratch notes here uh, to tonight because I just heard, I had a download uh, that came to me, I believe, for this evening. So we'll see what happens, but um, it's an honor and privilege to be here, and I can't wait to see what God's going to do. Amen? And so this is going to be a time of faith. Somebody say, this is a time of faith. This is a time of victory. This is a time of breakthrough. I wish I could see y'all's face, but uh, we have masks on, but uh, that's all right. That this won't be long. Um, you know, we're going to come out of this. We're going to come out of this and uh, we're going to come out stronger. We're going to come out better. Come on, somebody. We're going to come out with with more anointing. Amen. And uh, so I'm excited about it and I'm excited about the season that we're in. This is a season of faith. And with all this going on in the world right now, the enemy, let me just say, can I just be straight with you? I'm from the hood, okay? I grew up in Oakland. I know I have blonde hair and green eyes. Let me take my jacket off. 
and everything. But I actually grew up in Oakland, California, in the middle of the inner city. And so if it comes out, you know, while I'm here this weekend, just get with me, all right? You speak with me and somebody just say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, I can't see your face, so I can, but I can hear you and I can see your hand wave. And then you know that I said shoot, right? That's the other one, shoot. And then, and then, and then I got a new one. I was in Pennsylvania a couple of Sundays ago in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and there was a lady in the back, and she, I, you know, I went through all, you know, just say amen. And the only thing she would say was uh oh. So you know, if you have an uh oh, just say uh oh. Because that's what the, we need to tell the devil here in this time. Uh-oh, you're, you're in trouble, homie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, enough is enough in Jesus' name. Sorry if I have my Disney t-shirt on. I just realized I do. My Epcot t-shirt. Um, but uh, <laughs> got to represent. But um, my, my brother works for Disney, actually. My, well, he's my surrogate brother, but I call him a brother. Uh, he works for Disney, and so I get little things from him once in a while. And then we like to go visit there once in a while, too. But, um, but it's an honor and privilege to be here. And one of the things that we need to realize is we need to see what's going on with the eyes of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Is it amen? And not with the eyes of men. We were talking, we had a conversation today, you know, there's a lot of people that are prophesying from the second heaven realm. They're prophesying from the warfare realm where the warfare is going on, where there's warfare going on in, in heavenly places and principalities and powers and rulers. And people are prophesying from that realm and getting their reports from that realm. But, but there's that whole song we used to sing comes from the scripture, you know, whose report are you gonna believe? We're gonna believe the report of the Lord. And there's another heaven that's above the, 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 the heavenlies where there's war warfare going on and it's the heavens where God sits on the throne. Amen. And, and, we're, and we are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. And one of the things that we need to realize is the enemy's out to divide us. And I got to speak to the church. See, I'm not, I, you don't have to say amen. I don't care because this is a spirit thing. But if you want to, you can say amen. But there's a spirit thing and the enemy wants us to divide us. And I was thinking about this, how the enemy wants to divide us even by color. It was, it's been black and white this year in America. Come on, let me tell let's talk some truth. And now it's, it's blue and red. Come on, somebody. And the enemy wants to divide us, but, 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 but we're, you know, Jesus said it like this, and I'm not, I'm not here to get into politics because you want you to hear what I'm going to say. Jesus said that, that you are a city that's set on a hill. We're talking to the church. The world doesn't understand this stuff. You are a city that's set on a hill whose light cannot be hid and the word city in the Greek is the word polis and it's where we get the word politic from and basically Jesus was saying listen you guys are not blue you're not red you're not left you're not right you're actually light come on somebody you're a city center whose light cannot be hid. And so, you know what? After it's all said and done, after we've gone, prayed about it, and we've gone to the polls, and we just go with how the Lord leads us, and, and whatever that's going on right now in this country, you know what? We are of a different polis, a different politic. We're kingdom people. And the one thing we cannot, as kingdom people, and I'm seeing the enemy wanting to divide the church in this hour by this and by that, and put us in different quadrants, and 
different sectors, but God wants to bring together his church because he's coming for, I'm going to preach here for a minute, he's coming back for a church that's without spot or wrinkle. And so we're not going to be moved by what's going on in the earth. Come on, somebody. And, 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 and I don't care if people get mad at me out there or anywhere. It doesn't matter. We're kingdom people and kingdom is first. And that's what Jesus came to bring forth. And we're going to share that on this weekend. And God's going to move in a powerful way. And God's going to, no matter who sits in the White House, come on, somebody. It don't matter who sits in the in 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 the Senate or sits in the House of Representatives and Congress. No matter who sits in those seats, there's one seat that does not change, and there's one that is seated on that throne, and his name is King Jesus. Amen. And that's so that, that's 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 what I'm looking at in this hour. I'm just sitting here, God, God, have your way. What what, what the enemy would mean for evil. God, would you turn it for good? Would you cause there to be, can, can, can somebody join me? Would you cause there to be an awakening in this land once again? Would you cause there to be a revival once again? Would you come and, if, if there's going to be a place where healing is going to take place, it's, it's not going to be through persons and politicians because they've already proven they can't do it anyway, but it's going to come in the house of God. Come on, somebody. See, we don't talk like this sometimes. You know, in, in church, it's either one way or another way. But we're talking the God's way. And God's way is God in your house. Bring us together. Let us come to the communion table and break bread with one another. And take the cup with one another. And, and, and realize that we are all of the same blood. Come on now. We're all of the same. We come from the same bloodline. Ha. And there's a different bloodline than even the bloodline of Adam. This is through the bloodline of Jesus. From the blood of Jesus, we've been set free. I got a witness somewhere up in here with my Disney t-shirt on. Come on, somebody. Come on. Now, I want you to say this. I've said this in here before because this is a breakthrough night. This is a breakthrough weekend. I want you to say this. You, come on, just, just tell somebody in the room, you are about to experience breakthrough after breakthrough to break through because what you went through did not break you. You're about to experience breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough because what you went through did not break you. Doesn't that sound like 2020? As we're, as we're closing 2020, 2020 has been a year where it's, there's, there's, everything's come to, to, to break us down, to tear us apart, to make us sick, to put us in the hospital. Come on, somebody. And, 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 and to bring our faith down. But this is a weekend of faith. You know, have you ever heard of the, 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 the Passion Translation? I'm, I'm not going to preach on this, but I guess this is going to be my overriding theme. You ever heard of the Passion Translation? The TPT. It's, 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 a, it's a newer translation that was, that was um, made by a guy named Dr. Brian Simmons out of Redding, California. And he's a real scholar, and, but, but he's also really inspired in his, in his translation. And in Hebrews 11 and verse 1, he says this. I want you to hear this because we're, you're about to acquire some things this weekend. You're about to acquire some things tonight. Somebody say obtain. Somebody say acquire. 
Somebody say, receive. Are you ready to receive something in God? Because we've had enough. I, I, I just have this attitude right now where enough is enough. You know, when, when the prophets would come to town, especially in the Old Testament, like, for instance, when, when, when Samuel, for instance, in, in, in 1 Samuel 16, when he came to the house of Jesse, they asked him a question because they saw the prophet coming into town, and they asked him a question. They said, are you, are you here? Did you come in peace? Because when the prophet came to town, there was an understanding that something was about to happen, that they were carrying something from heaven. Can I talk to somebody up in here? They were carrying an anointing. In that case, he was a carrying anointing oil, or they're carrying a word that was going to change the atmosphere, going to change the environment. It was going to change what was happening on the ground level. Something was going to take place. And so they understood that when a prophet came to town, they would ask him, Are you, do you come in peace? Well, we come in peace here tonight. Amen. And we come here to speak a word of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Amen. But it says in Hebrews 11, this is not my scripture for tonight, but let me just show you verse one, because I'm talking about faith, because you're about to acquire some things. You're about to receive some things. There's inheritances that, that have been stolen from you that you're about to, 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 to get back. Can I talk to somebody? There's some things that the enemy's tried to take from you that the thief has tried to steal from you. Somebody's going to grab this here that he's going to have to return back to you seven times. Come on now. And that's what God's doing in this time. He's raising up a company of people who are got to acquire some things. There's an anointing. There's an oil. There's a freshness that's coming to you. So it says, and especially faith, there's faith coming. Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire. Somebody say acquire. The things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for your people. We thank you that you have a word for your people that is going to set us on fire, that's going to rejuvenate us, restore us, renew us, resuscitate us in this time. So Lord, I thank you for my family here. I thank you for my brothers and sisters here. And tonight, Lord, we thank you that, that your word is in this room. And he that has an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say at Praise Church here in New Orleans. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody said... And somebody said, amen. Well, let's see what happens here. I'm going to, I got this, this, this chicken scratch, so I got to kind of look at it here for a minute. But I want to deal with something here tonight because of something I heard in the air. And when I heard it in the air, it just came alive. And I think it's kind of prophetic that I heard it in the air, that I was actually up at about, 38,000 to 40,000 feet. Sometimes, you know, if you're, if you're, can I step down here? Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to scare anybody I'm coming too close here, I'm trying to social distance a little bit, but, but I, I, I kind of move around when I preach a little bit. So just kind of, can I have this light area? Is that okay? Can I just get that from you? Okay. I just want to just trying to negotiate here. Uh, but, but 
if you're if if you if you're watching a parade, right? How many of you ever been to a parade? And you're watching a parade, and you get down on the street, you watch, and a float comes by, and you watch it, and it comes, and then it passes. Then you look over to the next, and another one comes by, and then maybe a marching band comes by, and you watch it, and they go past, and you're just watching as the parade is going on, right? Well, imagine getting into a helicopter and lifting up over the parade and not only just seeing the parade at the street level, because that's a lot of times where we live our lives, but we actually get into the prophetic helicopter. Come on, somebody. And we begin to lift over, and we can in one glance see, come on, somebody, the end from the beginning. Come on now. Isn't that who our God is? Isn't he named the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first, come on somebody, and the last. You see, you see, you see you, I've said this here before, and I, I believe we're in one of these time frames where C.S. Lewis, he said, this moment contains all moments. We're in a moment of convergence again. We're in a moment where eras are changing, time frames are changing. We're in a moment where we're about to see a lot of things that God has spoken come to pass. This is a time of fulfillment. This is a time, come on somebody, that we've been waiting for, we've been praying for, we've been believing for, and we're here. That's enough to get excited. Come on, somebody. I mean, can you imagine me telling my children, because I'm just going to use this example right here. Hey, kids, we're going to, we're going to go to Disney. We're going to go to Disney. It's going to be exciting. Tell them about two, three months in advance. Some people will wait till the last minute to tell them, and I understand why, because you're going to hear it every single day. When are we going to Disney? Are we almost there? Yeah, you know. But, but, but imagine just, just giving them that anticipation. Three months down the road, we're going to Disney. We're going to go to Disney. We're going to go to Disney. Hey, we're going to Disney. And exciting. And then finally the day arrives and we hop on Southwest Airlines, I mean Southwest Airlines, and we drop in Orlando and we get off the plane and we go and we get our rental car and instead of checking into the hotel, we go straight to the parking lot of the Magic Kingdom and we get to the parking lot of the Magic Kingdom and we ride the boat ride over to the gate and we get to the gate and then all of a sudden we get to the gate and we say, we're here. And they're like, uh, aren't we going in? No, we're here. Could you imagine going all that way? Come on, somebody. Making all that effort just to go to Disney to just stay at the gate? Come on, somebody. I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay at the gate. I didn't come, I'm talking to somebody here, this far just to go this far. There's more that God has for us in this time. I got a witness somewhere who can just lift up your hand. Amen. Because I'm telling you right now, that's where we're at right now. We're in a prophetic moment where we're pressing, we're moving into what God has said. And he's not called us to just stand at the gate and not enter in. See, I gotta speak to somebody here tonight that this is your moment. 
to enter in. You read Deuteronomy chapter 1. I guess I'm going there. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, the scripture says this. You read verses 1 through 8. And here's Moses. He leads the children of Israel out of Egypt through the Red Sea and finally in the wilderness. And you get to Deuteronomy chapter 1 and you realize that God said, I'm speaking to somebody here now. I know, I know this is it. God said you're going to be in the wilderness for 40 years, right? 38 two years and then 38 wandering 40 years and Deuteronomy chapter 1 you read verses 1 through 8 it says on the 39th year on the 11th month on the first day the Lord spoke to Moses can you imagine whoo come on somebody they were only an 11 day journey away from the promised land but for some reason, that 11-day journey took 40 years. Woo! It kind of reminds me of that scripture in Habakkuk that it says in that scripture, it says, you know, that you're going to, it says, it says, though it tarries, wait for it. And then it says, but it will surely come. It will not tarry. And that's one of those scriptures where I say, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Whoa! Whoa! Okay, though it tarries, wait for it. For it will surely come, it will not tarry. Wait a second, which one is it? Though it tarries, it will not tarry. I got to talk to somebody here. Though it tarries, whoo, come on somebody. It will not tarry. Which one? The answer is both. Somebody's alive up in here. Isn't it amazing how God takes forever to lead you to your suddenly? I need a sip of water over that one so you can think about that for a minute. I said, isn't it? Ooh, I'm getting baptized. Let me say it again. You can write that down because some people are scratching notes here. Isn't it amazing how God takes forever to get you to your suddenly? It will tarry, though it tarries. Wait for it, though it tarries. Wait for it. It will surely come. It will not tarry. That scripture bothers me. You see, there's a few Christian cuss words. Ooh, can I talk to somebody? One of them is patience. One of them is long suffering. Another one is delay. Another one is wait or tarry. Tarry. Though it... I mean, it, it will tarry, but it will surely come. It will not tarry. That's one of those confusing verses. Because how many have been in the tarry? You've been in the wait. Three people. Okay, the rest of you are good. The rest of you got it going on. I'm talking to three people tonight. <laughs> Though it tarries, wait for it. That's like, excuse me, Jesus? 
Come on, somebody. Why in the world, I'm just going to throw this out here, does God let us wait? Tarry. Why does he let us go around the mountains? Only 11-day journey for 39 years, 11 months and a day. I think because he's growing us up. I think maybe he's maturing us. Maybe he's making us ready because if we went in a little earlier, we'd mess it up. Two people, okay. How many have ever messed something up before? Okay, 19 people, that's good. Now we're getting real here. You know what I'm talking about. If you got something prematurely, if you put a nine-year-old boy into a Ford F-150 and gave him the keys, and said, just go for it. Guess what? That thing's going to get messed up. It's too much power. Come on. That's too much machinery. That's too much steel right there. That's dangerous. Sometimes God doesn't give us something that we can't handle in advance because he knows that it could destroy us. I don't know why I'm talking about this here tonight. And so he allows us to tarry. He allows us to wait. He allows there to be growth. He allows us to experience some, some things where we, we learn how to pray how long. Woo! Anyone ever prayed that prayer? For a very long time. How long? God allows us sometimes to, to pray those prayers, and he says, it will tarry, though it tarries. Though it tarries, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not tarry. You see, sometimes, sometimes God allows us to, Joseph, have a dream. Woo. When we're young. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to pull us through the betrayal and get us through. I'm talking to somebody up in here being lied about and get us through. Joseph was in the prison for 13 years and get us through being forgotten. God allows us sometimes to have a dream. Sometimes he gives us a word. The only thing that's going to, to pull us through. Come on, somebody. The only thing that's going to get us through is what he gave us in the first place. And if you could, uh, I heard one preacher say, if you could stand the, the pull, then God will pull you through. See, God's not only going to pull you through, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna get you there. The pole doesn't just get you through, it gets you there. And so it allows you to, to survive. And that's why Paul told Timothy, he said, hey, Tim, what's up, Timberland? Tims, what's up, man? Um, you know what? You, you have to make war with that prophecy that you were given. That word that was spoken over your life, that's what it's there for. It's a glimpse. Woo, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. I have thoughts about you. Come on now. I have thoughts about you. They're not evil. Come on now. They actually are good. And they're to give you a future and a hope, an expectation in the end. There's an expectation that God is giving you. I'm talking to somebody up here. I know I am talking to somebody up in here. And so so I, you need to learn how to make war with the word. I'm speaking corporately here tonight. 
and individually here tonight. Make war with what's been spoken over your life and say, the Lord said, okay, that's what the enemy said. That's good. That's what they say. That's nice. But what did God say? We had that conversation on the way here. What does God say? What is, how, does, what is, how does he weigh in on the matters of your life? Come on, somebody. Whose report are you going to believe? We will believe the report of the Lord. And his report says that I am healed. His report says I am free. His report says it ain't over. Come on, somebody. His report says you're going to make it through. His report says you've been here long enough. Come on, somebody. And you're about to step into something so powerful, it's going to blow your mind. I'm talking to some. I know I'm talking to some. I know somebody's grabbing onto this, though it tarries. I mean, you look at the book of Habakkuk. Somebody say Habakkuk. That's one of those names you have to spit to say it. Habakkuk. And, and there's a lot behind it. But, you know, you look at the three chapters and an old preacher used to break down Habakkuk like this. He said the first chapter, Habakkuk chapter one. And by the way, Habakkuk means to embrace or to clasp the name Habakkuk. And Habakkuk most likely was the son that Elisha raised from the dead in the story where his mother, the widow, uh, came and, 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 and I mean, I'm sorry, she wasn't a widow. She, her, her husband had died later on, but her, um, she, he, he had died in a field. He said, my head, my head, and he died. And Elisha, he, he, he came and he, he laid over him and the breath of life came back into that child. And many theologians say that that actually was the prophet Habakkuk. But I heard of one preacher who said this. He said, chapter one of, and, and I believe it's very, very, very interesting for our times. Chapter one is, is a whole chapter of sighing. There's a sigh. And there's a how long, where the prophet is asking how long. That's a prophetic question. How long? Okay, God, I know you spoke your word, but, um, um, <laughs> sorry, let me. Uh, how long? This has been a long time. Whoo! It's been a long time. I'm talking to somebody here. It's been a long time. It's been a hard time. It's been a challenging time. Woo! Come on, somebody. Sometimes it's been a gruesome time. There's been times where my faith hasn't been strong. There's some times where, 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 where I didn't have the best attitude. It wasn't an attitude of gratitude. I know I'm talking to somebody up in here. It might be just by myself. I don't know. Uh, it's been a long time. I didn't respond every single day like I should have responded. I didn't pray every single day like I should have prayed. I didn't believe every single day like I should have believed. I didn't press in the way I should have pressed in. I, there, there, there's been some good days, but then there's also been some bad days, and then there's been some ugly days. But at the same time, ha, he's brought me a mighty long way. And somehow every day that I woke up, no matter how I felt, his mercies were new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. I got a witness up in here. Great is his faithfulness. He's been faithful. He's been faithful even when I've been unfaithful. He's, he's been there when I haven't been there. Come on, somebody. 
he's worked in my life and and he's brought me this mighty long way and he didn't just bring me this far to just lead me this far i'm not just standing at the gate looking over come on somebody but there's 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 something more in store for my life but you look in habakkuk chapter one and he it's a sigh has anyone ever sighed i think 2020 has been a sigh year It's almost like taking our breath away. And in taking our breath away, can I get honest? It's what you've been preaching. God's been exposing. There's been, a, there's been an unveiling. And one of my favorite unveiling or exposure illustrations to me in my mind, if I could think of one, is follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. We're off to see the wizard. The wonderful Wizard of Oz. You remember that? Maybe you don't remember that. Maybe, maybe you remember The Wiz with Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. Now, 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 we're, now, we're, now we're soaking some memory up in here. Some memories are being stoked up in here. Yeah, and yeah, and, 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 and it's, a, it's, it's a little bit more flavor, you know what I'm saying? But, but, but either way, there's this, there's this yellow brick road, and we follow the yellow brick road. And we're on this journey, and we're picking up interesting friends who have interesting issues. Why am I preaching Wizard of Oz? But anyway, oh, my daughter just wrote a song called Wizard of Oz. But, 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 but here we are. We're picking up interesting friends with all with different issues, all going in the same direction. But, but, but my favorite thing about this is you get to the Emerald City, and there's this booming, fearful voice. Come on, somebody. A voice that represents control and fear. But then there's a Toto anointing. Why am I preaching Wizard of Oz? Because, because, because. Because the witches are dying. But there's a Toto anointing. They're all there, and there's this booming voice coming out over them. And then all of a sudden, Toto, the most unlikely. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Overlooked character in the entire storyline just goes back and pulls back the curtain behind where the wizard sits. And he pulls it back, and all of a sudden, and this is what a lot of people are going to do when they realize that the devil goes about as a roaring lion. He's toothless. Come on, somebody. He's not a lion. He's not even a kitty cat. He's a rat. But anyway, but, 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 but Koto pulls it back, and they see the Wizard of Oz, and they're like, that's what he looks like? Come on, somebody. He's not impressive. He's not going to do nothing to us. And I just believe that in this time, that's what's happening, is that the enemy's being exposed. Yeah. And the things that have tried to hold you back and hold you down are being exposed. And their power is going to be rendered useless in your life it's not going to work in your life what it's it's been a mirage it's been it's been something that is just kind of just just like the, the wizard here it's just been something that just is is has been in your way but god's saying you know i'm pulling things back i'm giving some prophetic totos and anointing 
Woo, come on, somebody. To pull some things back so you can see that the enemy that's been after you and after your family and after your health and after your finances and after this city and after this nation, we can see that this enemy is nothing. Come on, somebody. That he's insignificant and that Jesus is on the throne. So here's Habakkuk. He's like, he moves from a place of sighing to chapter 2 to a place of seeing. And he says, here's how it works. I'm going to climb the rampart. I'm going to go up from the level that I've been on. Somebody's got to hear me. I've been living down here, and if I continue to look on this level, then all I'm going to see is the pain, is the hurt. Come on, somebody. Is the work of the enemy trying to destroy us. He's a thief, and the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come, Jesus said, that you may have life and life more abundantly. I got a witness up in here. Now all I need is a Hammond B3 organ and a Leslie to start preaching up in here. But let me tell you something. I'm telling you right now, the thief, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God's coming to pull some things back. I, I'm dealing with something in the atmosphere here tonight. I'm dealing with something in the airwaves here tonight, in the spirit, because God is going to bring his truth. You didn't hear me. I said his truth. And it's not just his truth, like he has another truth among truths, because there are different truths that people believe, even as we talked with the waitress in the restaurant today who told us that there's 6,000 gods. And they all work. But Jesus said, no, 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 no. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life, and no man cometh to the Father but by me. And it's not just his truth, it is the truth. And God's going to release the truth to us. And like Habakkuk the prophet, we move from a place of sighing. This is this what's happening this weekend, now I see it. To a place of seeing. Where we climb up, and... We get to a higher level than where we've been living and existing and surviving. And he says, no, 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 you're moving to a place of thriving. But you have to see it. So climb up, because he says in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. Oh, somebody's got to hear me. And watch to see what he will say to me. He moves from a place of sighing to a place of seeing. And he says, hey, write the vision and make it plain. So those who read it, who I feel like preaching here tonight, may run with it. You're going to run again. I'm going to talk to somebody up in here. You're not going to be dormant and stalled and paused, but you're going to run again. 
You're going to dance again. Can I say, thus saith the Lord, and somebody's going to grab this prophecy? You're going to rejoice again. You're going to sing again. Come on, somebody. You're going to laugh again. In fact, somebody say, ha, ha, ha. You're going to rejoice. Woo. As all of a sudden, he moves from this place of sighing to a place of seeing. And in this place of seeing, and this is, again, part of our prophetic conversations that we've been having today, he gets this, 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 this revelation that the earth, you can't see it down here on the earth. But when you can move above the earth, woo, come on, somebody, and get, and get seated together with Christ in heavenly places, then all of a sudden, Habakkuk gets a revelation in chapter 2 and verse 14 where he says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover Louisiana. I mean the sea, excuse me. <laughs> You've had some waters cover Louisiana, so I'm just trying to I'm trying to get the image here. You get you know what I'm saying? As the waters cover the sea, the earth will be filled whew, with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The earth is being filled with a lot of different knowledge. A lot of different reports, a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different viewpoints. But Habakkuk, he gets above the sighing earthly level where God says, step up and I want you to see something. The earth is going to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And you know what happens in, in chapter 3? He moves from a place of sighing to a place of seeing to a place in chapter 3 where he gets into the atmosphere of praise. What's the name of this church? He gets into the atmosphere of praise. See, there's something prophetic happening in this room. There's a shift now happening. I feel my spirit right here. There's a shift. He gets into the atmosphere of praise. And he gets into this environment, and chapter 3, all of a sudden, he's in this worship set. And it says, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet upon the Shijionoth. What is a Shijionoth? It's a song. I want you to hear this. Because he moves from a place of sighing to a place of seeing to a place of singing in the atmosphere of praise. And he starts, these lyrics start coming. Lord, I've heard of your fame. Woo! I stand in awe of your deeds. I want you to hear the language, first of all. Past tense. I have heard of your fame. And if you look in the original language, the word fame in the Hebrew 
is connected to the Red Sea. Okay? So I've heard of the testimonies of previous generations. Come on, somebody. And he says, when I heard, past tense, of your fame, I stand in awe of your deeds, past tense. You know what, God? <laughs> You've done some amazing things. <laughs> when I hear the stories and the testimonies of what you have done, whoo, it stirs up my faith. It gives me some hope. Can I talk to somebody up in here? <laughs> and he, he, he starts, steps into this environment of praise. Somebody's going to hear what I'm saying. Whew. And he moves into intercession. Whew. And he moves into, and we know it's an atmosphere of praise also because the last verse of, of Habakkuk, it says, to the chief musician with my stringed instruments. He hands him a three-chapter song. It starts off with sighing. It moves into seeing. And then all of a sudden, it turns into to singing. And he says, Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. God, would you renew them in my day? Bring woo, on the miracles. Bring on the victories. Bring on the breakthroughs. I don't want to just hear about what you did. I want to see you do it now. You see, I believe that this weekend there's a transition, come on somebody, that is taking place from moving to a place of sighing. If we stay on the earth level dimension, it's going to stay that way. But if we can be people of the spirit like John who said in John in Revelation chapter 4, when I, I, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard a voice up from heaven that said to me, come up here. Come on, somebody. This is what I'm hearing in my spirit here tonight is come. Praise church. Church in the United States of America, come step above the 50. Come on, somebody. Step above North America. Step above the planet Earth and come up here. Step into heavenly places. Move out of the first heavens. Move out of the second heavens and move up into heavenly places where he is seated on the throne. Come up here. Come up now and I will show you things that must take place after this i'm gonna show you some stuff Woo! come on somebody come come on somebody and here's habakkuk he's in this place and and god's speaking and 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 and, and he's going through this whole scenario and there's so much i get into habakkuk habakkuk's a, is a is is like six months every single verse it's just so crazy powerful but he's he, he's warring and this is this is what i heard in my spirit are you ready are you ready 
at, at, at 38,000 Delta Airlines, seat 10C. 10C. I like any seat that says C. <laughs> I'm sitting there and the Lord speaks to me because I'm dealing with this here tonight. <laughs> Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will surely come. It will not tarry. Here's what I heard in my spirit. Are you ready? I think I'm going to unpack this in Gazalas maybe a different way, but the same stuff. It's actually just going to be a part two. So if you want to come to Gonzalez, I'm not done with this yet. There's something we're digging down in the spirit. I literally have like chicken scratch and I've said like three things on it. Like delay, for instance. There are three types of delay I wrote down. There's human delay, where we delay stuff because of a lack of faith. There's spiritual delay, where the enemy comes in and tries to bring distraction, or he brings injustice. Um, yeah. And then the third type of delay is not the one we don't like to talk about because we can talk about the devil. You know, he's holding me up, the devil. Or I'm holding me up. There's human delay. Or they holding me up. But there's a third one. It's called divine delay. Yeah. Woo! Where God says, you're going to wait here in this season and you're going to learn something. That they that wait on the Lord shall who I feel like preaching here and they told me something delicious is coming my way here in a few moments because I'm building up an appetite they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength and the word renew in the Hebrew doesn't just mean make new watch this they that wait on the Lord, actually in the Hebrew means they shall not just make new. Make new is good, but it goes even deeper. They shall exchange their strength. Renew means exchange. So all of a sudden, I get into a place of waiting, and I realize, you know what? I didn't do a very good job of this. My strength, my know-how, my education. Come on, somebody. <laughs> my ability. Come on, somebody. My wealth, my lack thereof, whatever it may be, it hasn't done it. Woo! And so in my waiting, I get to a place of revelation where I have to actually exchange woo, the way I've been doing it for the way he wants to do it. Woo! What if the church woke up to that revelation? God... Woo! I'm not going to do it the way I know how to do it. Because <laughs> it's limited. I got a witness up in here. And it's finite. I got a witness up in here. And it fails. I got two witnesses up in here. But I'm going to actually try it your way. But actually what I got to do is I got to make an exchange here. And I actually got to get off the throne. Come on, somebody. And say, this is your throne. And for some reason... I've been trying to sit on it because it looked comfy to me. 
and it felt powerful to me, but I'm going to get off of your throne and I'm going to give you back your scepter. Come on, somebody. And I'm going to let you make the, make the calls and the shots, and I'm just going to move with the lamb. I'm going to move with what you have for me in this time. I don't know why I'm preaching all this, but the Lord has me just leading in this way. But, but there's something powerful that takes place when we exchange. There's something powerful when we just let go. Oh, I got to tell you what God spoke to me, 30, 38,000 feet. The Spirit of the Lord came to me and to speak this individually so take it personally if you think i'm talking to somebody else no i'm not I'm talking to you so imagine your 3d glasses on and it's coming right at you right now I'm talking to you at the same time i'm talking to y'all we're in the south right you know you, you know what y'all means i'm talking to y'all and not just y'all here in this room but y'all even who are not here and I'm speaking to y'all, come on somebody, that is everyone in your family, y'all, come on somebody, and in your friends, I'm speaking to y'all, and I'm speaking to your spheres of influence, y'all, and I'm speaking to New Orleans, I'm speaking to the church in New Orleans right now, and into Louisiana right now, and into the South of America right now, in fact, into the United States of America right now, but we're just gonna, we're just gonna do it right here. We're going to say it right here. So let's mark it right now. Huh. In the earth. Right now, this moment. Because I'm about to say something in the spirit that God spoke to me in the air. Are you ready? But mark this moment. Because we're all witnesses of this right here, right now. But the reverberations of what God's going to speak is actually going to go a whole lot further. Are you ready? In the context, huh, though it tarries, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not tarry. God takes forever sometimes to get you to your suddenly. The Lord spoke to me these words. Are you ready? Four words. And I need you to hear it with your spirit ears. Can you climb up with me here for a minute to the rampart? Can you come up here? The delay is over. You didn't hear me. I said the delay is over we don't like delay but it's done its work and watch and see says the spirit of the lord for even over the next few hours even over through the next few days weeks months you're going to see shifts take place shifts take place in your life come on somebody things that God has spoken whoo, that you have tarried with and that you've waited for and you've exchanged your strength you're going to see shifts take place you're going to see breakthroughs happen there's an amen somewhere in this room there's a shout somewhere in this room because God's about to do it and what the Lord spoke to me is this and I'm going to put my stuff away so I don't look at anything.
was 1 Kings 19. There were three and a half years of drought. Somebody say drought. <laughs> drought means no rain, and no rain means no grain. It's a place of lack. It's a place where, whoo, you have to start quoting Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Ha, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You can go with me. Even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me even in the presence of my enemies. And it's a buffet, by the way. Ha, you anoint my head with oil. Surely, certainly, show enough, goodness and mercy shall follow me. I'm in a parade here, baby. All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever and ever you know something i have like a go-to verse you can hear it huh. when stuff isn't going well when i'm going through challenges i have 23. i might even wear my 23 t-shirt on saturday night it might represent a man named Air. But also it represents a word. What do I say? Adversity is God's university and how he adds a verse to me. Has anyone ever had verses added to you through adversity? Well, you knew it. Woo! But now, baby, you know it. Ha. Because you look and you realize that there's this flow that takes place in 23 that's connected to actually 19, 17, 18, and 19 of First Kings. Because all of a sudden, whoo, in, in, in Psalm 23, you have three elements. You have ha, food. You have water and you have oil Woo. come on somebody he prepares a table in the presence of my enemies come on somebody he leads me beside quiet waters sheep don't drink out of rivers they drink out of brooks they drink out of ponds and he anoints my head with oil you realize you go back to elijah in in first kings 19 because i'm going to show you something here that during the time of famine and drought and lack of rain, I'm building something here. God gives him three elements. First of all, he gives him food and water. He sells him to a brook called Cherith. 
And all of a sudden, he sends ravens. Now, I'm just going to give you my version of it. He sends ravens to bring him Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> Meat and bread. That's a sandwich. Come on, somebody. Sandwiches are in the Bible. What did the ravens bring Elijah? Meat and bread. Every single day. He brought sandwiches every single day. What do you want? Pumpernickel? You want rye? You, what do you want? Sourdough today? I'm sorry. That's my, just my silly imagination. But then also, there was a widow. Woo! Whose two sons were caught up because of her debt. They were in trouble. And because of the debt. And he said, what's in your house? A little jar of oil. I don't know why I'm preaching about this. Sorry. But I just believe in this time of drought that God is giving us food. He's giving us water. He's giving us oil. There's a supply. And here's what the Lord's saying, because I got to speak this to somebody. If I don't put my stuff up, I'll keep preaching. And it's long already. Somebody say the delay is over. In 1 Kings 19, when God said, the drought is over. Huh. You know what? You know what? Do you know what Elijah told his servant to do? He said, go tell the king to go ahead and to eat and to drink because I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. I want you to hear this. What was he saying? And I speak this over you. Woo! By the word of the Lord. He's saying, go tell the king that rationing season is over. And to prepare a meal and partake of the meal as if woo, while you're still in the drought while the rain is on its way eat and drink as if you are in a place where the drought is over no more rationing for the spirit of the Lord would come tonight and speak a word and say to you that the delay is over. That the drought is over. That the famine is over. Somebody grab this here. The spirit of the Lord would come to you today and say that I'm about to cause a supernatural supply to come to your life. Where there's been lack, the Lord says, I've proven that I've had your back and I've given you more than enough. But you're moving into a place like Psalms 23 that says, my cup runs over. And I speak that word tonight by the Holy Spirit that you're stepping to a place where your cup is running over. Can somebody say amen? amen. amen. My cup woo, is running over. The delay is over.